0: Good, bad, he's the guy doing acting. This is Vampire's Kiss on Stinker Madness. Stinker Madness. welcome to Sneaker Madness. I'm your host Justin. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie here with me as always. My two good podcast hosts or co-hosts of podcasting. Podcaster coasters. Coaster coasters. Coaster coasters with the mosters toasters.
1: I eat toast and hold beverages.
0: You eat toast and hold beverages? I'm be- a
1: toaster coaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, not a good joke. That's fine. <laughs> Leading I, off with
1: horse shit. You know, I had to think about it.
0: That's <laughs> a toaster coaster. Uh, yeah, so Vampire's Kiss, the story of Nicolas Cage uh, and how he became uh, the actor that we know him today as. Uh, this is all, all a biopic about Nicolas Cage's acting career. He's
1: honing his skill. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's dialing it in. Well,
1: maybe dialed in. I'm not sure. I don't know. He's getting there. He's not there yet.
0: It's, uh, he, he, you can say what you want about his acting in this film, and many people do say a lot of things about his acting in this film, but one thing that is 100% you cannot disagree on, this guy is fucking giving it everything. He, is, he Wow. It That's, is sincere. It is at 11.
2: I thought he nailed it.
0: Yeah, well... He was supposed
2: to be a psychotic dude, he was a psychotic
0: dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He hasn't become the cage yet.
0: No, this is uh, 1989, so... What'd you say this is hot off the heels of Moonstruck?
1: I think Moonstruck was 90 or 91, so I think Moonstruck's next.
0: Mm -hmm. But he's already done uh, Raising Arizona, and... uh...
1: No. No? He's done, like, Fast Times, and he probably gets Raising Arizona because of this. We need to look that up now.
0: Yeah, we should. Valley Girl was 83... Peggy Sue got married eighty six. Raising Arizona eighty seven. Moonstruck eighty seven. Vampire's Kiss eighty eight. So this is off the heels of. Yeah, I could see why he would get cast in this role. So um, this
1: is Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage, Nicolas Cage yeah, yeah. as
0: the not vampire. Uh, I that one they took my hand though is so silly in that movie that I could see them seeing that and be like, you know, I think this guy's uh, he could play this fucking insane man. Yeah. And play it over the top. I think the role calls for an over-the-top actor. I don't think that you could have, uh, uh, I don't know, give me somebody who would stink in this role. That it's just mellow man. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis would be awful in this. God. could just
1: be looking at you like, you want me to do what? Yeah, I'm just gonna stand here and be bald. How about that?
0: Yeah, even maybe like uh, I don't even know if Walken could pull something. like Walken would have
1: done something.
0: Yeah, he would have done something, but I don't it, know what it would have been. Just been walking, I don't know. Either Who's way, to say? we got Nicolas Cage. Denzel uh,
1: Washington would have stunk. Do
0: you guys want to tell me what this film's about?
1: Oh, I couldn't do that. Okay,
0: Jackie, you got a guess?
2: No, I was terribly confused by the time the movie was over because I thought it was going to be one thing and then it turned out to be another. And then another thing that it turned out to be was super confusing, so I'm not right sure what happened, but I was extremely entertained the whole time, so it doesn't really matter. Hmm.
0: Okay. It, I, all right. Well, well, that's about as good as anybody can do, I guess. Does anybody want to take a stab at uh, defining what Nicolas Cage's job is? He's a literary in, agent. That works in foreign distribution. Yes.
1: Well, he was getting the old contract for one of the authors so that he could have it sent there was some sort of royalties thing happening i think
0: okay unclear i think
1: yeah it is stated that he is an agent for authors
0: that works in foreign distribution because his office says foreign distribution he is the head of foreign distribution okay so i have no idea what that what means what that means none there's not even a guess
1: I, this is i think his office is the most underdeveloped part of this storytelling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it wants to be joe versus the volcano or the hud sucker proxy where he's just this the the madness centers from this work but you don't get that is it that's all Table i can
0: for the end because that's one of my primary questions yeah uh about uh uh stuff but i could see your argument where joe versus volcano the 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 blandness the uh fluorescent lights beaming down on you every day and the the dullness of, of of your work life can make you go insane. Uh, you got that with Fight Club as well. Uh, yes. His job of determining whether a certain amount of people dying uh, warrants a recall, sends him into nutcase, periwinkle blue, all that shit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's a good angle. But, but they, the, if that is the angle, they definitely don't stuff that up your nose.
1: Yeah. And they don't like And when he becomes this sort of uh, managerial demon. Like he's jumping on the desk sometimes it's it's at ninety nine like in the storytelling it's very Paul Newman and Hudsucker proxy, but again, it just doesn't get there like mm-hmm. there's a lot of the 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 strategies that this movie had just don't really get there, and then all of a sudden it's just a bunch of stock shots and music. Mm-hmm. There's probably twenty five minutes of stock shots and music in this movie.
0: there's a considerable amount
1: it was I found it amazingly disheartening how much not movie there was in this thing
0: yeah i uh i honestly didn't have too much of a problem with the stock shots though right. i thought that they uh, set a nice pace where it was a a break uh of not necessarily the insanity that's going on on screen but it is all, also part of the diegetic because each time you get these stock shots um you're transitioning from night to to day when nick is all vampired out and uh he's in his coffin uh you know his couching his couching, couching. that uh I, I i have no problem with the stock shot transitions um they they're heavy there are a lot of them but um i thought that was better than just uh well, Nothing. here's some planes and uh, buildings and stuff.
1: Well, I, I, I think that it's fine to use them. I just thought that they were all very long. They were long.
0: They were long, yeah. But uh, anyways, anybody have any more thoughts, statements, or questions that we want to delve into before we get into the hot mess of this thing? I think I'm going to save
2: my questions for...
0: For the end.
2: For the end mm-hmm. and, you know, when they pop up and they're relevant during the podcast because, you know...
0: This I, is kind of a weird flick. I will warn you that I uh, have two questions that are gonna have to be addressed while we're talking about the scene. Sure. So just as mm-hmm. just a fair warning. Um. But uh, anyways, Nicholas Cage, as we mentioned, is a is a character by the name of Peter Lowe. Uh. He works at the office of Foreign Distribution as a uh, author agent. He works for Whitby. Whitby. Whitmore.
1: Whitmore. I don't know. Whitby. One of those. Yeah.
0: It really truthfully doesn't matter too much. It's just fairly vague on what the hell it is he's he an does.
1: executive at an
0: office. Yeah. That's really the only thing that matters. He's got a secretary that uh, her name is Alva. She's Hispanic. She lives with her mom. She's uh, not She's not at the top of the, the heap by any means uh, in the brains department or the talent department, but uh, she seems to be trying her guts out at her job. Um, who's, Who Who plays her? What's her name?
1: Marita Conchita Alonso. There you go. From such films as The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: He's got a shrink that uh, he visits frequently, quite a bit in the film, actually. Uh, uh, she's played by Elizabeth Ashley? Elizabeth
1: Ashley. Okay. Time machine hit list. You go can... back to when she's in her 20s, good night. Yeah. All these other women in here, they're no good looking compared no, to her. No. Uh, I also found the psychiatrist to be very distract. like, it, she showed up in such a way that I I don't even know if she existed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know who actually exists in this movie.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Sam is uh, questioning the reality of the shrink already <laughs> at this point, so <laughs> questions abound. But uh, he's there. He's visiting her at the beginning of this film, and he has like uh, a fairly understated uh, problem with dating. He he met a woman the previous night, uh, took her home. They had the sex and then the next morning he was just like, I just want you gone. I think you should beat it, but I couldn't say anything because I didn't know. But I just wanted her to leave. Is Casey or Carrie Lemons the girl that was
1: in uh, Half Baked? Is that what we're talking about right now?
0: No, no, we're not talking about her. This is just uh, flushed out in his initial uh, exposition when we're getting introduced to him. We should mention uh, his accent before we move any further. Does anybody? First off, we should try to mimic this accent. I want you guys to say the line, It was great sex, but I just wanted her to leave. In your best uh, Peter Lowe. It was great sex,
2: but I just wanted her to leave. That was
1: Australian. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like, that's the problem. What he's done is he's created an accent that has no nationalistic. Like, you can't, it's completely unidentifiable. It is. What was the line? It was
0: great sex, but I just wanted her to leave.
1: It was great, sex, but I just wanted her to leave. I can't do it.
0: It's fairly close to... I mean, you both are right on the same page. He's like... He makes his voice high without twinging it in any way. Right. And I think it's, as I said it, it's like half British, half Californian. And then half New York, which three halves is totally impossible. Yeah. And it's which the, is the Queen's his English as yeah. well. Right. Like, he's trying to be proper, but at the same time, he says, like, you should go. You should
1: go away. <laughs> What's with the go? Yeah. It's almost like, and then half Valley Girl.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's, yeah.
1: there's like four halves. You can, like... Be- uh, i don't know it's very good like whatever i'm not very it's terrible is what it it's is terrible but, but it's uh, extraordinary because no one could ever duplicate
0: it and he never breaks from it the entire movie there's there's lots of actors that's like loser accent he never fucks up his own made-up accent ever one he time.
1: does leave it behind when he's frustrated but that's because of the character Kay. like he's doing a good job yeah, with good it good thing but... you bring that up i like
0: that you mentioned that but anyways so that night he goes to the club and uh, he's there to pick up on ladies he's uh he doesn't have any bros per se he doesn't go out with wingmen he just uh solos it and picks up these new york babes and uh takes them home i don't i don't even really know what his lines are they i guess just get them drunk because these two are fucking housed they they are
1: and there's no way that they could have been talking to each other because they're three feet away from a band yeah (laughs) and it's so like they're just nodding at each other and he's like i guess she wants to have sex with me and she's like This band is really loud. I guess I'm going to do this guy. I
0: guess he's the president of New York. I'll Uh, go home with him. I'll go
1: home with. As long as it gets these fucking drums out of my ears, I'll be all right.
0: (laughs) Well, this woman's name is Jackie, and as uh, you mentioned before, she is uh, Mary Jane from Half Baked. That's her only role that I can think of. She doesn't even get credit, and she's in the beginning of this film quite a bit. She's in the
1: movie as much as she's been in the movie more than Jessica Biel's. Yes, in total.
0: Yeah. So they go back and they start boning, and uh, a bat fucking flies into his apartment and it's all horrific like there's horror stings being played in the background the camera's jerking like intense intensity this bat is horror ah
1: it's a really bad looking bat it's awful it looks like a
0: small hairy
2: dog
1: it did it it, it (laughs) looked like it looked like a chihuahua with wings it was very round it was a sausage
0: like bat held on a string yeah yeah so she freaks out and runs out of the apartment while he tries to like, "Shoo, shoo, get out of here, bat!" And uh, she's naked and laughing out in the hallway. And there's some kid that's like, ooh, 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 "Ooh, yeah!"
1: Some kid who either gets to stay up till two o'clock in the morning, or they uh, have gone home housed at eight
0: thirty. I don't know which it is. It could be either way. What is that kid doing out New there York? Looking, what a I town! I guess he's looking at naked ladies. It never sleeps. Yeah. So he can't get the fucking bat out. So they just bail. They're like, I guess we'll go back to your, your place. Because place? I don't... They never. We never find out where they go.
1: We do find out it's a work night, though, because the yeah. next scene, he's not wearing socks.
0: Right. He, he has spent the night, apparently, at her place or a motel or wherever and uh, just gone straight into work from there. Jackie, you're awful quiet right here. You're just drifting off into thoughts of Nick Cage land or...
2: Well, it's just that... Up to this point, he hasn't gone nuts yet.
0: Okay. So you're wanting him to go nuts.
2: So I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, okay, so there's the bat, and we should be getting some is vampire. Is that
0: bat going to turn into a vampire?
2: Yeah. So is this bat going to turn into a vampire, and I'm waiting for the vampire to show up? But it doesn't, and Does then he goes Does the vampire
0: ever show up?
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll revisit that question later okay
2: but you know then he just goes to work and i'm thinking oh okay
0: huh. well that bat didn't bite him did anybody yeah, see
1: any kissing even... in this movie yes there's just some yep. kissing yep there was this has got that
2: yeah yeah and some boobs in the very front of it Yeah. but they weren't very good boobs and she, when she took right. off her shirt it freaked me out because you could see the top of her rib cage mm. yeah, like you could you could see her ribs and yeah. then they they look like they'd get sk- they'd stretch some chicken breasts or something over the top of it that's it was grody
0: okay so the next day nicholas is at work and uh, or i should say peter he's at work and he's got the no socks as we mentioned and he comes home and there's no bat there Uh, it's just flown back out i guess so he goes back to the shrink and he's telling her about the bat and first he's like so I met this lady and I took her home and I boned her and uh, it was pretty awesome. And she's like, oh, well, OK, that sounds pretty promising. And he's like, but there was also this bat that flew in and like messed shit up. And it made me really fucking horny. Like I was aroused. She's like bat boner. Because of the bat or because of the sex, and then you still were continually aroused because you had just been aroused and the bat flew in, so it's perma-boner. No, it was the fucking bat.
1: Well, he says that he he loses it, and then he gets his boner back because of the bat.
0: Yeah. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. Do you think
1: his apartment exists? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I think you guys are pushing the realm of reality <laughs> and uh, je suis, a, uh, not je suis, shit, fuck it. I think they're 4am philosophy. Uh, some of this movie exists. Fromage et criche. It's je suis des
1: gens. Crème de
2: la crème. Ah, fuck.
1: Merde de toi. I think that means shit on
0: you. I can't
2: remember. Baguette.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, he goes back to prowling out at night, and he meets uh, this woman named Rachel, who's played by Jennifer Beals, at some bar. We don't really see how he picks her up, but uh, the next ce- scene we see is uh, they're boning, and uh, we should mention one of the
1: primary flaws with this film. So, uh, it's more than a primary
0: flaw that you it's can clearly... It's actually my number one problem with this film.
1: Okay, is it just that you can see the boob cover? Mm-hmm. No, my number one problem with the film is, is if... You're going out of your way to do all this. Why do you get somebody
0: else? Right. That's my problem. Then Jennifer Beals.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? Right. It's not the boob cover. It's that you have to have one because you're going out of your way to make the film dance around Jennifer Beals ideals, which rhymes.
0: But yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Jennifer Beals. Beals. You are not that important. It's like Flashdance was five
1: years ago. We because what's the argument there as as the casting? Like, oh, we needed somebody that, that can act. Why did you get Jennifer Why'd Beals? Why did you get Jennifer Beals?
0: No, it stinks. It pissed me off. It yeah. was like, dude, nipple cover? Really? You can't... This is your craft, lady. This isn't just a paycheck. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And, and the scene calls for her to not have her shirt on.
1: And if she's... It's not just that she won't show her boobs to her, the camera. She won't show them to Nick Cage.
0: Or smash him against him. I, I mean, it's... Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Go fuck yourself, Jennifer Beals. Yeah. That's your fucking job—not to be a topless lady. But this scene calls for her to have not sh- a shirt on, not so we could get a look at boobs. Because yeah. we don't—we weren't even going to get to see him anyways. But all you see is the sight of her fucking booby cover, and it's like, who the fuck do you think you, you are? are? Yeah, this
1: is a ways after flash dance This is five years. Five years. Yeah, like they're th- she's not hot stuff still.
0: No, oh, and the next thing you got coming up is Prophecy Two, lady. Good job. Eat yeah. shit. All right, so. They are rolling around on his bed and uh she's a vampire and she bites him in the fucking neck and at first he's like, ah, what the hell? And then he kinda is like, yeah, he's okay with it. He's like, Yeah, just do it. It's fine, no problem. So uh she sucked on him, and the next morning he comes out, he's bebop doo-ba-doo to dee dee He Starts just got late last night. ba ba boob-dee-woo-woo. And uh, serves her coffee. Oh,
1: but she's not there. She's not there. Hmm. And in this shot, I was like, is it framed to be like we're looking at this through a mirror and she's not there? Or she's just not there? But later on, we see that she's just not there.
2: She's not there. Well, that and he sh- the, coffee, he, the coffee cup starts shaking as mm-hmm. he's trying to hand I it know. to somebody who's not there. Yeah. So you kind of wonder, like, okay, does she bail? Is he, is he hallucinating at this point?
0: Who's to say? Who's to say? So uh, they go to art gallery, her and, him and Jackie, the first lady, Mary Jane from uh, Half-Bake, and uh, he totally bails on her. He's like, she's like, what do you think about this piece? And he's like, I got to piss. So he just bails. Yeah. Nice dick, buddy. And he doesn't take a piss either. He no, just he leaves. He bails. He fucking skates it out of there.
2: Yeah. He waits for her to walk around the corner so she can't see him and then he just runs.
1: I didn't like the paintings either. No. <laughs> <laughs> the paintings were not very good. So it's bullshit. Yeah. Modern art, huh? Poof.
0: So he uh Back, he goes back to the shrink, and he now he's got a bandaid on his neck, and he's like, uh, "Oh, don't worry about that. I cut myself while shaving." But uh, she asks about the bat, like, "Hey, uh, you know, you you met this gal again? Uh, what's going on with that bat shit?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." in his cage voice, cage voice. <laughs> so he's he's completely like not calling attention to the bat but he's like oh yeah i remember that briefly but it's not even a big deal even though it was like a fucking huge deal, huge deal. the day before yesterday or whenever the last time he was at the shrink so he's being weird and uh, he goes to work and he's being a real prick to the uh, fucking alva the secretary. He's like where's this file and she comes in and she's like, I can't find the file. You got to give me that file. And then the customer calls on in line and he's like, oh, you're about to get your ass chewed, Alva. And the customer's like, it's not even that big of a deal. No rush on that file. So he's just being a prick to be a prick.
1: Yeah, he's or is he going crazy? He's got to be going like, because this is the, the front end of this whole like office mania business mm-hmm. is right here where he's like, we got to get that file.
0: Yeah, you are going to you're going to cost me this client and uh he's gonna pull his business and it's gonna be all your fault you got one week or something to find it and uh the guy's like "Eh, eh, no big deal no rush on that you do you guys uh he even mentions that oh i'm sure your secretary's got a hundred other things to be doing rather than looking for this file and nick cage is like no fuck her it actually seems
1: in just in this in the way the movie is going that they, the two of them, have nothing else to do than find this file.
0: No, not really. I don't. I don't know what you are when you. What else you do when you're an author agent in foreign distribution? Well, uh, at more. this
1: point, you can still
2: smoke in your office. So, that's true. you know, that's a plus.
0: You could just put your feet up on your desk, have a nice scotch,
1: and smoke. And uh, apparently, managerial meetings involve jokes about how you just abuse the fuck out of the underlings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. especially the women
0: ones. yes you know i mean this is 1980 or the 80s so uh, uh they're lucky they have the right to vote but uh he goes to dinner and he uh goes to this diner and he's not getting served fast enough and so he freaks the fuck out and he's like fucking grease hole and leaves, leaves. that place because he, now he's just He's, he's starting to act a little... The cage is coming out yeah, at this point. Yeah, he's
1: doing the biting thing and holding his neck. He's starting to lose his shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, my neck hurts. <sighs> and he goes to the payphone and he calls the shrink, the, uh, his shrink, and uh, she doesn't answer. So then he calls Jackie up again. He makes a date. But uh, he's up at his place getting ready to go to this date, but he's kind of being slow and weird about it. And she's already at the bar drinking and... Uh, he hears things like, oh, there's some noise coming out from the hall. And there's he goes out there and there's nothing there. And he's taking his sweet ass time. But finally, he goes to leave and meet this Jackie person. And Rachel walks down the stairs from behind. She's like, Ugh, you didn't even think that I was here, did you? Blah, blah. But then she said that he let him in. Let her in. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, you have to be invited in if you're a vampire, right? That's vamp- oh, rule number one. I guess. She can't just come in. you know let the right one in type stuff
1: yeah i know you have to be invited like yeah that it's even trying to play by the vampire rules is odd
0: oh no i don't i think that that's spot on sam so she takes him upstairs and she bites on him again and this is my second problem with the movie i can kind of forgive it but it's the same exact scene from the first time she bites on him right
2: yep. because she didn't want to do the scene
0: again yeah she nope. her boob almost the her side boob was yeah ugh. her,
1: her taped up boob scene can only happen the one time because she's jennifer beals get somebody
0: else she thinks she's julia roberts something like that julia roberts wasn't in Flashdance, that's for sure so jackie bails from the bar and she uh the next day leaves him a note at work that says leave me alone don't ever get in my life again stay yeah. out of my life uh, he goes to work and he's ch- he chases the secretary into the bathroom and she's like, don't hurt me, don't rape me or whatever. And he's like, I just want you to get that fucking vial. Just
1: after he jumps on the desk? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good jump. It was a good jump. He just jumps right up there.
0: No, he's, I'm telling you, man. And
2: that was very vampy.
0: It was. He's, uh, he's giving it 110% this Nicholas Cage. So they're laughing around, being dicks about it. The guys at the office, uh, <laughs> you should have showed her by uh, making her run into the bathroom like a little girl. <laughs> she actually asked me for a raise. <laughs> because
1: you harassed her.
0: <laughs> like,
1: There's an error there of the actual guy who runs the place, like almost saying, hey, you're pushing it, buddy. Mm-hmm. But you're not. I mean, you're pushing it, but this is all still totally acceptable. Yeah, and, and we're
0: gonna laugh about it. All, just us men. Just though. us men. Yeah. Don't let it leave this room. Don't let the lawyers catch wind of it. But uh, you know, oh, I shit, once, half uh, of us are lawyers. Yeah, I once felt up Susie at uh, at the Christmas party in the copy room. She didn't like it, but uh, you know what? She didn't tell my wife. So uh... <laughs> more brandy, please. Yeah. These guys are dicks. <laughs> So he uh, goes home and he gets that note from Jackie and he fucking flips out and just starts wrecking the shit out of his house. And he's like breaking shit nuts, like the mirrors, the fucking walls, the cabinets, the lamps. He's going ape shit on his shit. He does go crazy. So he's really starting to lose it. Uh, He's back at the shrink and he's being a nut job about filing like he's like isn't it how you work where you you take a piece of paper and you put it in the right file isn't that how it goes psychiatrist and she's like yep that seems right well why the fuck is the file missing from the proper fucking shit and fucking abc Does and this the is,
2: entire
1: alphabet yeah
2: yeah this is his first to me this was his first like cagey moment was when he did the alphabet yeah. I
1: thought the first cagey moment was the, am I getting through to you? And he's pointing. That was
0: something else. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. pretty good, too. Well, he's looking down on the floor. So she's like, I can't tell you where the file is. He says, and you call yourself a psychiatrist. psychiatrist. <laughs> it's great. So he's uh, wearing sh- shades inside now because the sun is starting to bother him. And he's closing the blinds wherever he goes. Got a little less light in here. But uh, he uh, apologizes to... Uh, Alva, and he blames the whole uh, freak out on mescaline. Mescaline, yeah. What is that? Mescaline's really,
1: really hallucinogenic. Uh, It's the spore of a cactus. It's like people liken it to taking 10 times too many mushrooms. Oh. It's like mescaline, you're going to freak out. Is it still a thing? It was never a thing. Like mm. the mescalines, when you get into heavy drug use, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try a mescaline. You're like, oh, that was a fucking bad idea. No, I live in the river. <laughs> Wake up in the desert, like, yep,
0: that was fucked up. I don't have pants, but my shirt's still here. <laughs> yeah. Ah, huh. great. So he lecture, lectures Alva again about the file and that she needs to stay late to find it. You know, yeah, yeah. You're. you're Working, but uh, don't you think you should stay all night and look for this fucking file? Because we got to fucking find this file! And uh, he, uh, this is, if anybody has seen any images from this movie, this is the scene that you've seen the image of. This is the meme. He starts doing the huge eyeballs and, like, looking at her fucking crazy while he's talking to her about the file. And I guess he, is he vamping here, or is he just being mad? He's going, he's just insane. Okay, he's not, he's not just shit. angry, he's... He's nuts. Well, he's nuts, I think, the entire fucking No He's nuts the, the entire
1: time, but he's very angry here.
0: Okay, he's angry. Not He's not being a vampire. He's just pissed. No. Okay. There is a level
1: of him just taking out his frustrations on her, mm-hmm. and this is the scene where he's telling her explicitly that that is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You are the lowest person on the totem pole, and I'm making you do shit work because I hate my life. Yeah. And there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Bleah. Bleah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's back at home he's hanging out and the phone's ringing and he can't answer it because rachel's there and she's pinned him and she's like don't you love me i do i do love you <sighs> is this where the arm fits yes she lifts up her fucking arms and her arms are hairy as shit
1: very hairy armpits
0: unshaved armpits not like it's makeup or part of her character jennifer Beals showed up to work to do a topless scene well a lingerie scene with fully grown armpit hair i found out what happened okay so
1: as it turns out it took all of the razors to make nicholas cage look like he only like he has two eyebrows Mm mm-hmm they they, uh (laughs) They had to, shaving in between and on the top, and it still looked like his. Did you notice that his eyebrows looked yep. like they were cut by a lawnmower? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they didn't. They couldn't shave her armpits. They just was, ran out of razors. They just ran out of they razors on bro- his. Like, shink. They yep. break
0: as soon as they touch his monobrow. Yep. Oh, poor Nicholas. So uh, yeah, it's just gross. Like, man, you're a fucking professional lady. You don't get to work anymore because you suck.
2: Well, and it looked like she'd been letting it grow out for at
0: it least a good four weeks. Seems to this me is... that she has never shaved her armpit. This is not a couple days worth of fur. This is
1: north end hipster armpit hair.
0: Yeah, you have been in the jungle for some time, haven't you? Yeah, this is uh, free. I don't
1: uh, don't label me society. I am a woman, and I do what I want. Armpit hair. Blech. Is she French. No, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure she's American. Yeah.
2: Uh, she strikes me as a Philadelphia lady.
1: She's from Chicago, actually. Mm. I know that. Mm. Mm.
0: Anyway, so the next morning, he's in the shower, and he invites her in. Oh, ho oh, stop it. Ooh. <laughs> but she's not there. So let me tell you about the way she looked. The, the color of her pubic hair! <laughs> it's very
1: dark. Yeah, very dark. And- very dark armpit well, I
0: I wouldn't know what her pubic hair looked like, because she was wearing a fucking muff cover, because she's fucking too good for showing yeah. muff.
1: Wouldn't Fuck it be her. ironic if she's just got a landing strip down there? <laughs> it's like, okay, what's with the arm You're not, Wait, well, is it free or not free? What's with the armpits if you're going to be keeping the downstairs all... Uh- Super
0: hairy legs, yeah. and just a clean-shaven vagina. That would be irony, Sam. But uh he vamps out in the mirror and he eats a cockroach. What was the deal with the cockroach? I don't know. Was it a li- was it an actual cockroach or Yeah, he a pro- ate cock- a live
1: cockroach and it said on three takes so that I couldn't tell if that meant that he ate three cockroaches. Mm. But there's a possibility that he ate up to three cockroaches. That is so oh, That gross. is
0: so gross. I could not do that. I mean, again, 110%, buddy.
2: Yeah, but you can see it on his face when he's eating that cockroach. Don't puke. Don't puke. Don't puke. Sure. I mean, he was just trying to get that thing down as fast as he
1: could. Yeah, but he did chew it up, which yeah. is... Uh-huh. Very quickly...
0: You know, I saw Dan eating a worm, and uh, sorry, Ted, but uh, I think eating a cockroach is a hundred times grotier than eating it's a worm. It's super gross. Super well, cockroaches are disgusting.
1: Well, they're associated with gross. Mm-hmm. They're like on the top ten of gross. Dirt and disease and... Like, if something's gross, then cockroaches show up.
0: Cockro- like, oh, that's the grossest thing in the world. Nope, there's still cockroaches. The cockroaches are eating that yes. grossest thing in the world. Indeed. Well, <laughs> Bravo, Nick Cage. He's back at work, Alva's called in sick, she's like, I can't do it anymore, this man is crazy, he's gonna hurt me! I just, I'm never gonna find that fucking file! And, uh, so he goes to her house, like, oh, I gotta get her back, uh, you know, stalking her kinda thing. And he apologizes through the window. I'm sorry for everything, for being a real dick, but it's just the stress of finding this file. Look, I brought you soup. Uh, How about a truce? You know, we're on the same team here, Mm. lady. Team find the file. So... uh, I
2: don't even care if he goes to another firm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's all
2: about your health, Alva.
0: Come, let me in. So she does. And uh, he talks her into going back to work, and they take a cab ride, and he is fine for about three minutes and then instantly goes back to being just the fucking nuttiest son of a bitch that's ever lived. Like, calls her a bitch, uh, freaks out about the file again, and uh, she's like, um, hey, there's my brother's garage. I owe him some money. Yeah. Uh, can we stop and go in here? So they pull over, and she's in there because her brother has hooked her up with a pistol, uh, and she wants bullets for it.
1: But there's not any bullets, there's only blanks. There's only blanks? Why would he have blanks? Just to scare people, is what he said. The Mm. owner has blanks to scare people. Okay. But they're not even really blanks, they're like caps. They're caps. Because an actual blank would still kill a person at point blank
0: range. Right. A a cap does not have anything fired from the front of it, it just makes the sound.
1: It has the most minimal amount of gunpowder possible to make... A popping sound.
0: Right, but then the the blank actually shoots a projectile still out of the front of it, so you get the flash, the muzzle flash. Yes,
1: it has a ro- like a wax right.
0: ball. These are just pure on caps. So... She gets these blanks, and they make it back to work, and of course, he fucking threatens her, and he's just threatening her, like, I'm gonna fucking fire you, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna do all these bad things to you, unless you find that fucking file, and uh, so she's scared again, this is not a good day to come back to work, lady, he's, he's still nuts. He goes into the bathroom, he can't see himself in the mirrors, although we can see him in the mirrors. Yeah, this part I didn't. I didn't get. He's mm-hmm. not.
1: He's gone. That's all I got from this scene is he is checked out. There is nothing left of a sane person in this uh, Poe person. That, what's, that's his Peter name? Peter
0: Lowe. Peter Lowe. Yeah, no. He, he thinks he's a vampire. He believes <clears throat> within 100% of his being that he is a vampire.
2: But the best part about this scene was the guy taking a shit in the stall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, get out of here. Practice your class in else, or acting class someplace else, you yeah. queen, or something like that. I'm in here trying to take a shit. Man, I'm shitting.
1: He said something that made me think that that was his boss again. Like, all yeah, right, now of, you're starting yeah. to really flirt with the. Fact oh, he that-
0: mentions the ladies' room because, yeah, case yeah, go to the and, ladies' room. Yeah. So uh, they're still there looking for the file. It's nighttime, he's uh, sleeping in his office. And Rachel has come in and she's sucking on him, on his neck in the in the office as well. But uh, Alva finally finds that fucking file. She gets it. She finally, after all of this mess, and uh, he's just like, uh, I'm, he's rambling to himself. Sir, sir, I found it. I found it. It's all good. You can stop being an insane man and trying to kill me. Uh, sir? And he's just in there. Yeah being fucking nutty as shit he's seeing shit all like things that don't exist in his room the the cab driver and his wife he sees in there Mm -hmm. from earlier he's really fucking gone and uh he's like it doesn't matter alva it's too late it's too late that you found that file did you understand it's too late at
1: which point he chases her all the way into the basement
0: down the stairs down a hallway
1: revealing his master plan what he really wants is for her to shoot him. Yeah, but she can't. She One, can't. because she doesn't have real bullets, and two, she just doesn't even have the stomach to
0: pretend to shoot him. No, no, she shoots at the floor, and it's it's not enough. And he jumps her, and uh, this is this is my first of two questions. The does how does this happen? He. It doesn't appear that he rapes her. He rips her shirt off and then lays on top of her, and he sees Rachel, like Alva in his mind has become Rachel. Don't you want me? Yeah, take me. And he rolls off of her and grabs the gun and sticks it in his own mouth and fires twice, but nothing happens because it's blanks and he thinks he's invincible. But does he rape her?
1: I think he rapes her because she acts like she was... Well, even if you get close, it's going to be a horrible thing, but Mm -hmm. um, he says he does later. She... Like, she gets the brother, the brother involved. Thing, the brother, yeah, like, she isn't gonna. That he, yeah. The brother isn't gonna be like doing what he does later. if right. He almost raped her. But that's just like beat him up a little it bit. It
0: Doesn't look like he does.
1: It's like a forward cut, maybe. maybe. Like he gets really, he's on top of her, like sucking and licking her neck and all sure, that. Sure, sure. So he is assaulting this woman. There's some assault happening, but it seems like he rapes
0: her to the point that she's knocked out too. Yeah, she's unconscious immediately as well. I was kind of, I don't know. Uh, well. Okay, well, we'll go with uh, that. So he goes home. Oh wait, no, he's he's convinced after blowing, trying to blow his head off. Now he's a vampire. He is one hundred. He's running through the streets. I'm a vampire.
2: I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire.
0: People are just looking at him like you're a fucking loony. So he goes home, wrecks his house again. He's tossed it all completely. There's nothing left. He's got the couch turned upside down. He's sleeping on it. Underneath it is his coffin, I guess.
1: He's made a makeshift coffin out of his sofa.
0: Yeah.
2: Which was pretty, um, I'm going to say, I liked this part a lot. I thought, well, that's pretty creative. Yeah. yeah. Like, even as a kid, I never even thought about doing that. And then I thought, which one of the couches in our house could I flip over mm-hmm. and use as a coffin?
0: Yeah. Or just as a fort. Sofa forts are always awesome. Yeah,
1: sofa forts are cool, but... That's what he—that's where he's at right now. Like He couldn't make a coffin, so sofa fort is good enough.
0: So Alva, she's traumatized. She's laid in bed all day. She won't come out of her room. Everybody's worried about her. We don't see her for a little while.
1: Her mom's only sort of worried about her. <laughs>
0: yeah. Her mom's kind of a tough lady. She is. She's kind of a super bitch. Yeah. yeah. So he lays under his coffin couch until dark. And then he uh, goes to like a novelty store and uh, wants to buy these uh, really nice vampire teeth. I don't know how he has got to the point where he 100% thinks he's a vampire.
1: But now he needs teeth. But to now be he
0: it. needs fake teeth. Yeah.
1: Hmm. And <laughs> the cab driver cleaned him out. So he doesn't have enough money for the $14 teeth. So he has to get the plastic ones that for you, 350 yeah, yeah
2: that you give to the little kids but I thought what was great about this is before he goes in there to buy it, he's he's checking his teeth to see if they're any sharper if they're any longer I mean he's really giving it a go there yeah. like oh he's touching his mouth and stuff like okay they're just not growing in fast enough I'm gonna go get some plastic teeth
0: maybe that's what it is maybe yeah. he's thinking that uh, you know I gotta the teeth take a while to grow they don't just show up overnight but I, I want to I want to be like everybody else that's a vampire right now I don't want to wait I like that theory, Jackie. Good so he puts him in. He's uh the three fifty variety and he looks fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> he looks ridiculous. This was
2: such a good scene though when he first this, gets yeah, the teeth.
0: This is genuine comedy. It is yeah. hilarious. It's he, great. He looks so ridiculous.
2: I mean, because even as a little kid, those teeth are always too big for your mouth. Yeah. yeah. And as an adult, these things are just I mean, he had to have cut the shit out of his gums, putting mm. these things in and wearing them. Mm. Because they were just—I mean, they looked like they were two sizes too big for his mouth
0: and poorly made. He probably got uh, lead poisoning from that <laughs> uh, lead paint that the made Chinese people were putting in everything back then. But uh, he calls his shrink, and he can't—she can't even fucking understand him. She's like, "Who is this?" He's like, "That's Pillow." Because he's got shitty teeth in. He's got these. He doesn't take these take, fake teeth out forever, and uh, he tries to get an appointment with her, and she's like, "Well, I can't." She's got some bang dude there, like, "Oh, I can't do it now. I have got bang dude here." And he was quite handsome. He's like, uh, "She's like, I could do maybe Wednesday," and he's like, "Sure." He's got like drool coming out of his <laughs> mouth because he can't even keep his mouth closed with these stupid fake teeth. Sure. Okay, well, how about Monday morning? <laughs> so one day like, sooner.
1: He's ready. To, he wants to see her now, but he's probably like, okay, I guess Monday is as good as I can do. I'll settle for that and yep. just.
0: I'll still be a vampire on Monday. Wander around with these fake teeth. He finds this, this uh, the next time we see him, he's chasing pigeons around in the park. <laughs> this was awesome. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he, he kidnaps one. Yeah, he he gets catches one. a
1: pigeon, which means that they shot this for about three hours before he actually catches a pigeon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he goes home and he eats it. He eats that pigeon. It's dead. He uh, sleeps another day under the couch. He goes out all night with the fake teeth.
2: Well, I, he wakes up with the fake teeth
0: yeah, to yeah. go out
2: night prowling. And that's the best part is that he opens up his couch coffin. Uh-huh.
1: And like it's got, a lid. Yeah, yeah.
2: And he's got these teeth and he's got crazy eyes. and But he's wearing like a tank top and his underwear and he's like, da-da-da! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's the reveal. Yeah. It, it, it,
0: he's
2: like that. he's full on now vampire. <laughs> yeah.
0: He is, this is as vampire as he really gets because he, he pushes his way into the club and he's doing his best Nosferatu. I mean, like, Hey, like uh, who is it? that's a uh, fuck not Don Chaney the other Lon Chaney the other one Bella Lugosi he's full on Bella Lugosi out as much as he can and it which is I like because earlier in the film him and Jackie are uh, him and Rachel you see them watching some of Nosferatu a little yes. bit. So, it's nice, uh, mm-hmm. He finds this coke lady that's in the back, alone, by herself, snorting coke, in, like, the nicest place at the club. I don't know why nobody else is back there, but, like, that's where I would be fucking hanging out. It's not as loud. Exactly. I'm, I'm too People old for that. People like the loud. I guess. But, uh, she's, she's, like, playing along with him, like, making fun of his Nosferatu face. She's high on cocaine. She's high so on cocaine. She's gonna
1: entertain a little bit of anything for a certain amount of time. Sure.
0: He, uh... He kind of molesters her a little bit, like rubs her chest and then but then he sticks his whole fan down her front of her shirt to get a boob full. And she's not having that. So she fights and then he uh dives on her and bites her. And this is my second question during the film. Does he for sure take the fake teeth out?
1: He has to because he puts the fake teeth back in afterwards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can you do that?
1: And you won't be able to bite through a woman's like he's gonna have a hell of a time using his real teeth to bite through anything. Can
0: neck. you do that? Yeah. But she has like puncture marks, not like he, he chomped into her and tore his teeth off.
1: There in one shot you can see more that it's not like two puncture wounds like a vampire. He had to he just chewed her neck up. Like, he just, he killed her by chewing on
0: her neck. He bit her to death, that's for sure. but
1: it's a very hamburger-looking wound. It's Mm. not, like, a very uh, clean puncture. He just chewed on her neck until it finally
0: gave. Mm, Okay, all right. So she's dead, and uh, he wanders back out, and he sees Rachel, and she's like, I'm so disgusted with you, you're not even a real vampire, you're a piece of shit, and I'm going away with Donald. Who the fuck is Donald. So, if this is all in his mind, he's also made up Donald.
1: Donald. Well, yeah. He? And the uh, pool boy.
0: Well, he's made up everybody, if you're going that far. Yeah, well. Okay. So, But then he wanders out in the club, and he sees actual Rachel. He sees the woman that he met the first night... And she is not a vampire. She's just like, who the fuck is this? Oh, my God. This guy's insane. He freaks out on her. She's a vampire. She turned me into a vampire. And Donald's like, whoop, this guy. The bouncers are like, get out of here, Buster. And they throw him out. So he's wandering the streets all night until morning. And the sun comes out. And he's like, oh, God, the sun. (laughs) It's over. It's all over. (laughs) Kill me. Take me now, son. It doesn't work, because he's not a vampire. Yep. Alva tells her brother what has happened, finally. So he's like, fuck that shit. Get in the car, Alva. We're going to go for a little ride.
1: Get in the Trans Am. Bitchin' Trans Am. Bitchin' Trans Am.
0: So they're on their way to visit old Nicholas. Cage is wandering the streets, asking people to kill him. He, uh, pulls out, uh, like, steps on a, uh... What are those called? Crate. Uh, Pallet. 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 And breaks off a big chunk of wood. And he's like, take this and kill me. I'm a vampire. He sees like the, the preacher guy. And he's like, uh, do whatever it is you do to vampires. I'm one. And no one cares. Nobody cares. It's anything. just
1: Tuesday in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, another another crazy man. The tortures of the damned. <laughs> Then he has, like, he's really gone. Really fucking gone. Because he has this vision, but he's just talking to the wall of, like, some building. And it's this vision of his shrink saying and he's totally calm like he's clean now inside this this room with the shrink he doesn't have blood all over him from the lady he bit he's still holding on to that he's still steak, holding the piece though. of
1: wood yeah
0: and uh he's like you know I think I finally figured it out I think what I really just need is just love I mean that's the only thing I need everything would have been fine if I just had love and the shrink is like mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah no you that figured sounds right it out that sounds that's
2: yeah good but, for you but he told her before I tell you you got to promise not to laugh and then he tells her that all I need is love. And then she starts laughing her ass off
0: because of the irony Yes, that she her next patient this whole week or this whole time, his the very next patient she's, she sees when he shows up needs the exact same thing. Uh, and her Sh- name is Sharon. Sharon. That he's made up in his mind. In
1: his mind, Sharon is a lovely name.
0: Oh, my God. It's love. They're finishing. She comes in. They're finishing each other's senses. Um, Hi, I'm Sharon. I like long walks on the beach, puppy dogs, and uh, snuggling in front of the fire. It's like like, uh, the front of the Playboy centerfold lines. Basically, yes. I love all those things. and uh, So they're going to go be in love together in his fucking mind nut place. They
1: only—they don't even make it to the apartment, though.
0: No, before it all goes—before it all goes awry. But I like—he's uh, like leaving. And he's like, oh, shrink. I should tell you I raped someone I think and uh, it, it was you know, I've just been under a lot of stress and the shrinks like oh don't worry about it you know it's not a, it's not that big of a deal You're are you are all tuned up from that hot bat yeah that hot that, yeah you got horny because of the bat it's fine it's fine just don't go worry ahead about and rape it. them yeah by the way uh, I murdered someone uh, you see I'm a vampire it's kind of a long story. Which is my favorite line of the whole movie and she's like don't worry about that either people get murdered all the time You're The good. world's not gonna stop yeah things will move on you found love go be fruitful together rung along the beach hand in hand wh- listening to something tells me i'm into something good but uh so they leave like uh, they leave nowhere because it's all in his fucking mind yes it's, they leave the wall that he's they talking leave the to. wall that
1: he's talking to and they make it into his apartment finally <laughs> By the time they make it up the stairs, though, he's had it with her.
0: Yeah, he's he's already like, you know what? You shut up.
1: You shut up. Quit heard, asking me about this. I've heard enough of you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's not Sharon. It's shut up now.
2: Well, he's just like, God, you just won't let off this vampire thing. God, a guy turns into a vampire for one weekend, and you just can't get off of it.
1: Let
0: it go! Well, Alva and her brother have seen him stumbling and shambling With his inane ramblings to himself. And so he's like, all right. So he grabs a tire iron, goes upstairs, and Cage is in there having that argument with Sharon, and the the brother breaks in, finds Cage in the coffin, tips the coffin up, and Cage is like, do it! Do it! He sticks the the stake on his chest, the pallet, and the bro pushes it right in the middle of his fucking chest.
1: Yep. He's like, all right, I'll pull the assist. So he kills
0: him and leaves. He kills him and leaves. We never see him again. Nicholas Cage, his last vision is uh, a vision of Rachel, one last time, saying, now you, now we're together. I don't I, I know what she said. There's your uh, movie, folks. I think uh, I think questions are welcome. Now, I think I have figured this film out completely. I have no problems with this I film. I think
1: I have as well.
0: Okay. Who wants to ask uh, a question?
1: Well, I think everybody's question is what happened. Mm, okay. So what happened?
0: Well... He he goes nuts. He is an insane man.
1: Yeah, his job has driven him crazy.
0: I don't know if that's if that's the case. Why?
1: Or well, that's all I can figure because that's the source of the mania. Like the only two thing, the only two places that are real that I can totally pin down are the office and his apartment.
0: Okay, sure.
1: Pretty much everywhere what else about, may like, not all the, exist. All the clubs and uh, the clubs probably exist. The streets of New York. The streets of New York. But I don't think the psychiatrist is real, mm. and I don't
0: think Rachel is real. Well, I know I'm. I am. I am with you. Rachel is not real. I didn't think that the shrink wasn't real until the end when she has the thing in his brain.
1: The way that the narrative is sort of like the beginning, the shrink just sort of shows up like he's telling a story to her the entire time. And it's really scattered. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to make any sense. And that's my thought is a hint from the filmmakers that she is not real.
0: Okay. All right. I kind of like that. Jackie, what do you think about that?
2: Well, I didn't. I thought she was real up until the point where he starts talking to the wall. Right. And then I was like, oh, so she's not real. Because, yeah, he had to imagine a pool boy for her. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just thought that was really
0: odd. The pool boy was weird. The pool yeah. boy comes out of left field and you're like, wait, she's wait, got a pool boy? She's
1: got a pool boy.
0: So yeah, it, that's something that it would he would make up because he's fucking nutty. A pool boy in New York mm-hmm. on an upstairs studio apartment. On, like, the 30th floor. Oh, boy. Yeah, I um, I like that. I like that she doesn't exist. That's a good call.
1: That's, like, his mind fortress. The last vestiges of his sanity in his brain is this little scenario that he's playing out with this psychiatrist in his own mind. Mm -hmm. And when that deteriorates, so does he
0: yeah okay all right because one of the things that uh a lot of people on the internet say this film is about is his loneliness is what causes him to go insane that his quest for love somebody who loves him is why he goes off the fucking deep end but if his shrink doesn't exist there, then his whole argument and all his uh, thoughts and uh, uh, wants for love don't exist either. The the him saying all these things only happens in his mind. Yes, which he's already fucking nuts at that point. Yes, can't exist. He can't be nutty because of something he says while he's nutty. He's already nutty by then. Mm-hmm. So I man, I can't argue with your thought there, Sam. Jackie, think he's nuts because of his job. Hmm. I don't, I'm not sure why he's nuts. It's
1: not clearly stated, but all I can get is that it's the workplace is gone.
0: He doesn't do anything. He doesn't. He does not appear to do anything.
2: He he does seem to be agitated, and and it does start at work. is is kind of the, what I believe was Sam, but and fairly early as, on. As far as. The reason that he's insane like that,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know that it's from work. I I don't know. Did you guys uh, pick up a couple things in his apartment, uh, inside and outside? There's the obviously, like I said, the scene that uh, where they're watching Nosferatu. But outside his door of his apartment, he has a, like an old Russian vampire art. Uh, it, it's in vampire whatever uh. whatever that's called when you got like the funky vampire Russian. Romanian, Romanian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, so he's got vampire art, art in and outside of his house. Uh, so he's already got that seed planted. Like he's already got a fascination with vampires. All it takes is one wrong turn. Th- there's a picture of Bela
1: Lugosi. Yes. On either his desk or his nightstand. I can't remember. No, it was
0: at his uh, work. It was in his office.
1: And then he's watching that movie, mm-hmm. obviously, because he likes it. Like, he's got a fixation with vampires, yeah. and it's played out in this way.
0: Yeah, exactly. My uh, question is, is love the cure that he needs?
1: Obviously not. They didn't make it to the top of... They didn't make it into the apartment. No. <laughs> not yeah. even with an imaginary girlfriend.
2: I don't think that him looking for love had anything to do with this movie.
0: I think you're, I think you guys are spot on because otherwise when he finds love, even if it's in his fucking mind, it should have worked. It should have done something for him. It does nothing if for him.
1: Love was the, uh, Aunt, like whatever, Carrie Lemon's character at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's obviously someone who he could get into a meaningful relationship. Right. He's not interested in that not at all. Not
0: interested in it at all. No. Just fucking ditches out on her completely. Go ahead, Jackson.
2: Um. So, is the vampire lady real?
0: No, no. But
1: there's no vampires.
2: Yeah, but was she was she the one that he's talking about at the very first of the film when he when we first get introduced to the shrink? Mm-hmm. Was he was she the lady that he was like, yeah, okay, just get out of here?
0: No, this this is what I think. There's three women that's in this movie. Only two of them are are. Seen on screen, there's just some faceless woman, so that he can talk about that he probably did have this experience. He boned her, and he just wanted to leave. Well, that he mentions at the beginning. Then there's Jackie, the lady uh that's uh, Mary Jane, that he stood stands up all the time, and that actually may care about him or like him enough to go out with him. Yeah. uh And then there's Rachel. Now, what I think the story is with Rachel is he goes out prowling uh, uh, the night after boning or almost boning Jackie, or maybe boning Jackie. Uh, and he meets this woman, he throws his old bullshit on her, Why? and she goes, why the fuck are you talking like that? You are an idiot fuck off i want to have nothing to do with you she turns him down or she's like i i want nothing to do with you i'm seeing donald he loses it in his mind a little bit and goes back and bangs her in his main palace and then that goes on until the end of the film when there's her and donald and he's like you're she's a vampire and she's just like who the fuck is this guy oh yeah i saw this guy one fucking one time. time so she is real She's just not a vampire, nor is she really ever in the movie. Hmm. Okay.
1: This is virtually the exact same story as American Psycho.
0: I think it's the exact same story as Fight Club. It is spot on. Sammy, you have any more questions? No. I have one. Is he, is this the cagiest? No. No, I don't think it is. I think No, uh, I
1: think it's the it's a prelude to the cage.
0: I think Wicker Man's still cagier than this.
1: I'm telling you, National Treasure's really cagey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all and a, you know what else is really list.
1: cagey? Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, he's it's cagey. cagey. Yeah, it's he's really cagey. cagey in that. Yeah,
0: Jackie, do you, uh, is this is this the cageiest of cages?
2: I don't, I don't know that it's the cagey-est of cages, but it's definitely up there in the top three for me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance during this show, and I'm almost questioning: is it a bad movie?
0: Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, I, I want to say. I don't think that this is the cagiest of cages because uh, I think his performance is over the top, ludicrous, and spot the fuck on.
1: He does exactly what he's supposed to.
0: Yeah. There's, this is, it's outlandish, this acting. And I think it's a fucking masterpiece. This is exactly what this role called for. So therefore, it can't be very cagey. This is just Nick Cage doing a good job. So, no, not cagey at all, even though it's like a prelude to the things he would do later. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about this this film now. The real nuts and bolts about this film because this has got a 33 Metacritic score when it came out. People said shit about this film. I want a review or a uh, read. Read a review. So here we go. Variety gives it a 30. Cage's over-the-top performance generates little sympathy for the character, so it's tough to be interested in him as his personality disorder worsens. Hmm. Mike LaSalle from uh, San Francisco Chronicle, which I fucking hate this guy. 25. It's hard to tell if Cage's performance is a grand stab at all-out, no-holds-barred comic acting or one of the worst dramatic performances in a film this year. Chicago Tribune. Called upon to blend the Faye and the Fiendish, the usually find Cage is reduced to acting like some kind of combination of Dudley Moore and John Carradine. Throughout, he seems to be enjoying it. I can't imagine why. New York Times! The fucking Times! Mm-hmm. 20. This film is dominated and destroyed by Mr. Cage's chaotic, self indulgent performance. He gives Peter the kind of sporadic, exaggerated mannerisms that should never live outside of acting class exercises. Eat my fucking ass, New York Times. No. Are you kidding me? And then Peter Travers from the Rolling Stones. Would you care to hear what he has what, to what say?
1: What does Peter Travers have to say? A zero. Oh, boy.
0: No points awarded for this film by Peter Travers. Ugh, these guys, the Rolling Stones. The bloodsuckers in this. This thriller may not have much bite. Did you watch it? There's no blood suckers, you it's jackass. It's not a vampire movie at all. But here's a movie that can—it's guaranteed—drain the life out of an audience in minutes. Fuck you. Yeah. This movie has no business being on this podcast. I agree, but I don't think that
1: I didn't really like it that much.
0: Okay, you uh, can defend it. Where I mean, uh go ahead and. Well,
1: no, it. but it's not a bad movie. It's just not a very good one. Okay, and I think that it could have been a very good one if it had a little bit more. With the two hour, it's a two hour movie. Uh huh. It is, and there is twenty minutes of stock shots okay. and music, and it's just too. And there's tails mm-hmm. left on most of the shots that are just too long. Mm-hmm. it's I think that that time could have been better used.
0: Okay, Jackie.
2: I I disagree. I think that this is exactly the kind of movie that needs to be on this podcast. Um. It was extremely entertaining. It was very cagey. I really super enjoyed it. It it had some really awful things like the armpit hair and the boob yes. cover and that hat that uh, Jackie's wearing in the art store mm. or when they're at the museum where her hair is sticking out of the top of it. Okay. Anyway, there, there's just some ridiculousness in this movie that I thought was great. But overall, though, I wouldn't say that it was a bad movie. It's no. just kind of entertaining. I, it's just kind of 50-50 for me. I... I think that people should watch it because I was really entertained by it and I thought it was cool. Is it a terrible movie to the point where, is it like Beastmaster level terrible? No. I I think that the critics got it wrong.
0: Okay. Yes, they did. My thought is uh, so at the end of if you've never looked at uh, our our website, I put out five star review, or uh, ten star reviews at the end of uh, in certain categories for each movie. One of them is uh, over the top acting. Well, this movie uh, gets probably a nine on the over the top acting. Uh, laugh out loud ability. I we laughed a lot during. We laughed a film. lot. Uh, so I'm gonna say seven or an eight. You know, somewhere in there. Um, uh, what else do I uh, a critique on that that fits with this one? Um, prepare for this. There's another one. There's gratuitous nudity. No. Um, outland or ridiculous stunts. No. Uh,
1: which should score into the negative for gratuitous nudity because of the
0: boob patch. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there's like these major points that fall into like wow this is an awesome stinker but i just i can't it's not a bad movie i think it's everything that it should be i think it's execute. if it wasn't for jennifer fucking beals i have no i I have no problem with the execution i have no problem with the pacing i think you're overestimating the amount of time it's taken up of the stock Uh, shots but it's it's what it is is nick cage on screen for two hours going insane yeah uh, everybody likes these performances that of of insane people like how you get a reputation in hollywood you play a a crazy man uh fucking brad pitt was uh, nominated for an oscar for 12 monkeys and he's not that good as a crazy man no people love to act fucking crazy this man is insane and he fucking sells it and that's what the movie's about is how good of an actor nicholas cage is and he fucking does it so kiss my ass peter travers
1: well, again, like, it's not just the sort of tightness of the editing for me. The Jennifer Beals is the other strike. Like, the boob patch and her in general is why I'm not going, this is a great movie. Yeah, It's not she, a bad movie. She stinks. But she stinks, and I have some other quibbles that I'm going to, I can definitely say it's not a good movie either.
0: Yeah, I have a couple technical flaws with it, but um, I absolutely 100% I like give it, it. a repu- re- right. recommendation. Not for a bad movie. I think this is just a movie that everybody could watch and enjoy if if they're the right type of moviegoer.
1: Yeah the the vampire teeth chasing the pigeon is one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. It's it's hilarious.
0: This is a anybody that says this isn't a black comedy that this is just a vampire movie, you didn't fucking get it, Peter Travers. You stupid fuck. I hate Rolling Stone and I hate Peter Travers. This is a black comedy. It is intentionally funny, not unintentionally funny. You stupid idiots. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I liked it okay. Okay, there you go. Next up is my pick next week. It's going to be Gone with the Pope. So come back and uh, enjoy that with us. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.